Hello, beautiful woman. Welcome to the Root Womb Collective Podcast. My name is Haley. I am a holistic womb healer and women's mentor on a mission to guide women just like you back home to your body, womb, cycle, and the earth. In this space, we explore a variety of topics as it relates to womb health, cyclical living, womanhood, feminine embodiment, nourishment, and living our lives as radiant, purposeful women. I am honored that you are here. Thank you for elevating and amplifying the sacred feminine heartbeat. Now, let's get to the show. I am recording an episode today that is a little different than normal. Never done anything like this, but it just came through really strongly to share a little bit of a life update with y'all. Um, yeah, I, I can't really pinpoint exactly why. There's just a lot of things within my life that, you know, it doesn't really feel quite appropriate to always share over on Instagram. And I want to be able to cultivate just deeper intimacy with you guys through the podcast and to use this as a space where I can be more vulnerable and open with you and also let you in on a little bit more of my personal journey. I have always found it to be a little bit challenging to navigate the threshold of having a business and supporting people and sharing a lot on social media because of the nature of how I get my clients and how I share the work that I'm doing while also still maintaining my privacy and not sharing every single detail about my life and relationship online. And I've had my online business now for uh, just over three years. And I've gone through these different phases over the course of those three years where I haven't shared anything and then I've overshared and ebbed and flowed between the two of those places. And I'm still, and I feel like I always will be, in a deep exploration of what feels appropriate to share. And I know that that will just change with what stage and phase of life I am in. So I don't want to guarantee that I will be doing these life updates all of the time or in a certain frequency, rather. Um, but it just feels right right now. There's some really beautiful things that are emerging and happening within my life that I feel like help paint the picture more for what's happening and what's alive within Root and Womb. You know, something that I really feel so true in my bones about running a feminine business and a cyclical business is that it is deeply interwoven with our own personal life and what we're moving through within our own journey and our own healing and a lot of the things that I share and that I offer and that I support women with almost everything 
is is based upon my own journey and explorations and discoveries, right? That's that's where wisdom comes from. And I like to believe and and I feel this way <laughs> that I share a mix of knowledge and education and also deep embodied wisdom through my platform and through the podcast. And so yeah, again, it just feels right to share what I'm going to share with you right now. So inside this episode, I'm going to try to not have this be too long. I'm thinking maybe 30 minutes or so. Love to just give you some personal updates around um, my life and what's brewing and what's to come. I also have just some exciting things to share. Well, yeah, I guess they're kind of exciting around my own health journey and and letting you guys in a little bit more around that part of my life, which I feel like I haven't shared a ton about uh, really since I was so open about my journey with birth control and also my disordered eating. That was, I used to share a lot about my health journey when I first started and now I've kind of, I guess I maybe don't feel the need to or yeah, it just hasn't felt as relevant. But I want to share some more stuff around my health journey with you guys. Uh, And then I'm going to conclude this episode with a few Rune Room updates around what's to come in uh, the coming months and in the new year. So just starting with a few personal updates. Uh, Maybe you know this, maybe you don't. Um, But my partner, well, my fiance now, his name is Jeremy. Jeremy and I got engaged back in April of this year and yeah being engaged has been it's been fun it's been exciting there's been a lot of things that have transformed and shifted within both of our family lives since getting engaged which I wasn't expecting, but it also makes so much sense that as we are really committing ourselves to this really sacred union and coming together really as one, right, that there are a lot of shifts happening within our own family dynamics. And so as exciting as it's been, there's also been a lot of healing around my family specifically my parents, and there's also been healing and and just shifts and changes within his family as well. And I will never share really anything about his family on this podcast because that's not mine to share. But uh, yeah, it's just been a really beautiful time for the both of us. And as you will know, if you have been engaged or you are currently engaged, Uh, or if you've had friends who have been engaged, it's that, you know, you get engaged and then all of a sudden wedding talk begins. And we were going back and forth around having a wedding, not having a wedding, getting eloped, having something really small with just maybe our close, close friends and family. And we were going back and forth for quite a while Again, we got engaged back in April, and honestly, from April through probably August, I would say every other week was just a flip-flop between, yes, we want a wedding, no, we want a, we don't want a wedding. And by we, I really mean myself, because Jeremy really put everything kind of in my hands around 
decision making he particularly didn't want uh, a, a big wedding per se but he was open to the idea if I wanted something along those lines so anyways uh yeah going back and forth I reached this this place in July where I just kind of threw in the towel and I was like you know what let's just get eloped I don't want to deal with it it was just a lot of a lot of work a lot of planning I didn't feel like I had the capacity for it and then in August uh I sat in an ayahuasca ceremony with Jeremy and a couple other people within our family and it was really clear to me in that ceremony that we were supposed to have a wedding and yeah it was just really clear that there was actual significance and healing and growth for the both of us in planning this event together and coming together and having both of our families be in the same vicinity and be in the same area and yeah you know for anyone that maybe comes from a family where there's conflict or challenge it can be easier to just say I don't I don't want to deal with that right so for us it was easier to just say let's go get eloped right that's so much more that's so much more typical of of how we are it's just oh we'll go and do it ourselves or yeah we'll just we'll just be alone basically and so through that ceremony I really realized that there was actually a lot of growth and transformation through this process of of planning a wedding together which kind of might sound a little bit funny but it feels very true in my bones and I still really stand by that that revelation that I had in that experience and so we once we decided or once I decided I guess that yes we're gonna have a ceremony we're gonna have some sort of wedding it was kind of just a matter of fleshing out some different ideas and so to to conclude this long-winded explanation on our wedding we solidified last month Uh, our wedding date and our wedding details and we're going to be getting married here on our property up in the San Diego mountains in May of 2023 and I'm recording this this is going to go live a few days after I record but we're just about six months shy of that date which feels it feels really close but there also feels like there's a plenty of time to do what we want to do And because we're hosting it on our property, there's definitely some property things that we get to uh, really vision and, and come into alignment with, right? We moved here in 2019 and uh, it's a fairly large space and there's just a lot, there's a, a lot of opportunities, there's a lot of potential, but we've we've done certain things but we haven't really done as much as we have wanted to and so having this wedding here on the property is really putting both of us into gear around the different things that we want to have complete by that time so it was really important for the both of us that the wedding felt really unique and authentic and so we are 
really putting a lot of intentionality specifically into the ceremony piece. So we're going to be actually having a two-part wedding. We're going to be having a really intimate ceremony with just our close friends and family on Friday. And then Saturday, we're going to throw a big celebration and have more of our extended friend groups and people from the town that we live in. And yeah, just more family. So yeah, I wanted to share that here because I know if y'all follow me on Instagram, you probably know that we got engaged and I haven't really shared anything about the wedding on Instagram and honestly, probably no one cares, but if anyone does care, (laughs) here's the update. And something that I have really been intentional about throughout the wedding planning journey is being mindful of where I feel myself slipping into potentially old patterns or habits around food and diet and exercise and needing to look a certain way. Uh, As I shared earlier, and if you don't know my story completely, I struggled with disordered eating for years and years and years. And I am fully healed from those behaviors. I have a beautiful, wonderful relationship with food now. Thank goodness. A lot of, you know, healing went into that journey. Uh, But with planning a wedding and having attention on you comes added pressure. And that pressure is really just self-manufactured, right? We put that pressure on ourselves. Really no one from our external friend groups or family are putting that pressure on us. Maybe they are in certain circumstances, but most likely that pressure is internal to look a certain way, to be really thin, to have everything put together. And so I'm being really mindful of those internal pressure points that I'm putting on myself and not focusing on changing my body or needing to lose weight or anything along those lines. And there was a minute where I actually caught myself thinking, okay, well, I probably should start working out more than I am now because we're approaching the wedding. And that's not a good mentality to have, right? That's not the the energy that I am looking to cultivate and to bring into this next journey of my life. And There's nothing wrong with wanting to look good for your wedding, uh, but there is so much pressure that's put on women to look perfect for this special day. And I honestly think this could be a whole episode in and of itself around how to relieve some of that pressure. I was talking to one of my clients the other day and she, she knows a lot of people that are getting married. And she was just sharing with me some of the crazy diets that some of these women are undergoing in order to look a certain way for their wedding. And I just want to share with you that you are beautiful. You are perfect the way that you are and that there is no need to change your body for this day. This day of your wedding is really created to be a special day of union with the most important person in your life. And what I can share with you from being in a disordered relationship with food for so many years is that if that's where your energy and your mindset 
is and that's what it's fixated upon it's going to distract from the true essence of of what that day represents okay so again i guess this isn't really a personal update in that regard but just wanting to provide love and understanding for those of you who may be moving through a certain thing know that i'm here with you and that i'm really consciously choosing to focus more on the energy that I'm wanting to hold throughout the day, how present I want to be, the people I want to be surrounded with versus, yeah, needing to lose five pounds and look a certain way. Uh, So yeah, yeah. And, you know, just kind of tying up this wedding piece. I'm still in really deep reflection around this, but marriage feels really, really big for me. Um, in a lot of ways, you know, my, my parents are moving through a divorce right now. And so that is a marriage that is separating. And I've been reflecting a lot just on how there's not very many healthy relationships of married couples that have been married for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. The best example that I had were my great-grandparents who were married for, I think, 75 years or something beautiful like that. And their relationship has always been so expanding and inspirational for me. But other than them, I didn't really have a lot of good examples of what a healthy, sustainable, loving, caring, compassionate, sensual marriage really looks like within adult life and so that piece feels really big around beginning to explore what marriage truly represents and obviously I've been in thought with this and and in conversation with my partner but just still like really in that exploration with myself and it also feels personally like I'm crossing this threshold right I'm I'm welcoming this new archetype and this new energy into my life of being a wife. And I talk a lot about archetypes within my work. I just posted uh, on Instagram the other day how I feel as if I am entering into the archetype of mother, which we're going to get into here in just a second, uh, before I'm even conceiving, right? I believe that we enter the archetype of mother emotionally and spiritually before we do physically not always but in some cases we can and it also feels this way with the archetype and the energy of being a wife right wife and mother really go hand in hand together and so yeah I'm just in this exploration within myself around who am I as a wife and what does this chapter really represent for yes our relationship absolutely but also myself as a woman and I think that that's a part of maybe the marriage equation that isn't talked about a lot or isn't thought about a lot because yes this is a huge transition and evolution and expansion and responsibility within the relationship and it's equally as big of a transition personally as well and so I'm feeling myself needing these edges of my growth 
and edges of my capacity uh, within myself, within my business, within our home, within my life. And I know it's because I'm reaching this new level of my life. And so, yeah, that's just what's moving through me right now. It's all really big and beautiful and kind of messy because I'm in it and I haven't quite transitioned through and I'm sure I'll have a lot more words while I'm on the other side. But when we're speaking about crossing these thresholds, it's not black or white, right? There is a lot of range, a lot of gray area. And so whether we're crossing into mother or wife or any of the other feminine archetypes, there's this approaching period. There's this transitionary period where life is really showing us what is meant to transform and evolve within this time of our life. So that's my marriage and wedding <laughs> update and and spiel, I guess you could say. Uh, and moving forward, you know, with marriage, a lot of times comes the conversation of, of children and not for everyone, right? I know that not everyone who gets married wants kids. Not everyone who wants kids wants to get married. No judgment with wherever you are on your path. Um, but I have really reached this place, especially this year where I feel so ready to become a mom. And I began to feel the stir uh, last year, last summer, actually the first, for the first time that I sat in an ayahuasca journey, I've sat two times now, the first time last summer was, yeah, when I really began to feel that awakening happening but it probably wasn't until this year, especially after we got engaged, where I was like, oh my goodness, I'm really, th this desire is fully turned on within my body. If you're a mother, if you're in the same position as I am, uh, I think you can relate to what I mean. It's like when it, when it comes, it feels like the most important thing really in the world. And so with that, you know, I, I, we really want to get married and enjoy our honeymoon. And so there's, there's time between this desire and the actual uh, time that we desire to conceive. But with this, I really feel like I have stepped into my preconception journey. And I feel like I've been on my preconception journey for a while now, right? I have been tracking my cycle and my ovulation and my luteal phase and, and pay great attention to my health uh, and all of those things pretty much all of my adult life. But I got really, really strong and solid with my cycle health, uh, you know, pretty much for the last seven years. So preconception and cyclical awareness and womb health all really tie in cohesively together. However, this year it feels like it's really ramped up, especially because just timing wise, I'm hoping and I, and I say hoping with a lot of, uh, you know, gratitude to the mystery of life, right? We, we can have, <laughs> A, an idea or a plan as to when we want to conceive, but 
fertility and conception and creation is the most mysterious energy of life itself. And so, yeah, that's a little bit of a side note, but hoping to conceive uh, within the next year to year and a half. And so with that, just beginning to really look at my own health and also my partner's health with a different lens of, okay, now is really the time to get to the root of a lot of the things that have just been lingering. They haven't been that big of a deal and maybe they're not really impacting our day-to-day life. So they've been just, you know, (laughs) swept under the rug a little bit. So there's a lot of things, uh, well, I don't want to say a lot of things, but there are things within my own health that I am really uh, taking more of a proactive approach with. So right now, my partner and I are kind of in the market. That's a weird way of saying it, but I've been searching around um, in trying to find the most aligned either functional medicine doctor or naturopathic doctor. I'm open to either. I really love functional medicine in a lot of ways for all of the testing and diagnostics and the way that they're able to really paint a full comprehensive picture of your health. Uh, But I also really love the energy of naturopathy and its connection to herbs and the earth and really taking this holistic approach to our health and our well-being. So yeah, I'm in the process of aligning with someone that can work with both my fiance and I because I want to make this clear that preconceptive health is not just in the hands of the woman. Uh, I believe this statistic is that 30% of all cases of infertility or fertility challenges have to do with the male, 30% have to do with the female, and then 30% are unknown. So preconceptive health is equally as important for your partner as it is for you. And I really want to share that clearly because we hold, again, so much pressure around our fertility as women when the man's impact and his sperm quality and health is just as important as our egg quality and health, okay? So yeah, we're in the market. We're looking around. We're trying to find the right person who can help us. Um, Just to share a little bit about kind of my health issues and what I'm moving through. So my uh, my maternal line, pretty much, so that's my mother line, almost every woman experiences some form of thyroid dysregulation. So my mom and my grandma are both hypothyroid, meaning that their thyroid is under-functioning. And then my aunt, my mom's sister, is hyperthyroid, meaning that her thyroid gland is over-functioning. And thyroid health is so interesting to me now, especially as I'm moving through my own thyroid journey. It's really integral to every single function inside of our body. Our thyroid regulates our metabolism, and I've been learning a lot more about metabolism, which, y'all, I studied nutrition in college, and just the way that you learn metabolism in college is so... I don't know. 
it's just not hitting the point. <laughs> it's, it's not quite there as some of these other resources and doctors that I'm following now who really speak so eloquently about how important our metabolism is for every single function in the body. So anyways, I have been experiencing thyroid-related symptoms for probably a couple of years. Uh, I really do tend to run cold. I have uh, typically pretty cold hands and feet. I can struggle with constipation. Like, you know, my, my digestive system doesn't really run as quickly as it as it should be and that's because my thyroid is hypo it's down regulating and so when your thyroid is lower everything slows down in your body right so those are kind of the two of the main things last year I did uh, I haven't shared this at all but last year I did end up losing a bunch of hair uh, at the end at the end of last year. And I don't know if it was connected to potential thyroid imbalance or if it was related to COVID. I have heard that hair loss can be a long-term COVID symptom and it does align with pretty much exactly when I thought that I had COVID. Uh, so anyways, those were kind of the main symptoms that I was having. But again, nothing was that, nothing was that severe to the point where I felt like something was wrong, right? It was like, oh, occasional constipation. My feet are cold, so I wear socks during the day. The, the hair thing was actually what prompted me to go and get some initial testing done. And so beginning of this year, I was diagnosed. And I use diagnosed in quotes because when you get diagnosed with something from a allopathic medical lens, uh, they don't really do anything for you. They just recommend pharmaceuticals. So I was diagnosed with subclinical hypothyroidism in the beginning of this year. And yeah, basically the physician recommended that I get on thyroid medication. And I've done a lot of research on thyroid medication. I'm not completely against it. I think that for a lot of people, it's actually really essential and necessary uh, in addition to functional nutrition and supporting your body with different supplements and herbs and things along those lines. But anyways, I wasn't quite in the place where I felt that that was necessary. And so now I'm in the journey of really getting to the root of my thyroid, which I believe actually has to do with my gut. So uh, growing up, I was on quite a lot of antibiotics. I used to take antibiotics a lot growing up, and I was also on birth control for a little while, which can impact your gut microbiome, and I just have intuitively felt that my gut needs some love. Uh, so the thyroid and the gut, I don't want to get into like all of that, but they are really intricately connected. A lot of the I believe it's like the metabolism of the thyroid hormone happens inside of the gut. And so, yeah, I am on a thyroid and gut healing journey. In addition to that, pretty much my whole life, you guys, I have struggled with acne, which has been so frustrating, especially given how much I know about hormones and health and vitality and there's definitely like food intolerances that are connected to it. And I know it has to do again with my gut. So 
yeah, there's like subclinical thyroid challenges, there's gut challenges, there's skin health things that I'm moving through. So all that to say, uh, some of the functional medicine testing that I'm really looking forward to doing as a part of my preconceptive journey is doing a comprehensive uh, gastrointestinal stool analysis. So that's basically where you uh, poop into a cup and send it to a lab and they do an analysis of the different bacterial strains that are in your gut and that helps you understand what uh, microorganisms and bacteria are in abundance or in lack right I also really want to do a Dutch hormonal panel which uh, I recommend a lot of my clients to get those as well that gives us so much information around estrogen and progesterone and androgens and testosterone and uh, DHEA and cortisol levels and all the things. I've never gotten one myself because I haven't really experienced crazy hormonal symptoms. I mean, even with the challenges that I'm moving through, I know that they're not hormonally rooted. I have always felt that from the very beginning, uh, that my problems, my, my health issues weren't rooted in hormonal balance, that they were more so gut-related. And gut and hormone health, again, is so intricately connected. But anyways, a Dutch panel I'm really looking forward to getting. And then also a HTMA test, which is a hair tissue mineral analysis test. That is kind of a newer test that I just learned about maybe within the last six months. And that basically looks at all of the mineral statuses within your body. So it can show you how well-resourced your body is from a mineral-based perspective. And I have a new podcast coming out. I believe, yeah, it'll come out next week with Paris Hodges where she goes into how important minerals are for our health. She is just a wealth of knowledge. Really excited to share that episode with you. Uh, but minerals are the building block for every single thing within our body. So if we are depleted in minerals, if we're lacking minerals, we will not be able to create our hormones. We will not be able to create, you know, our thyroid won't be able to function, all of these things. So anyways, that's kind of just what I'm focusing on from a health-based perspective. There's a lot of things emotionally and psychologically and spiritually that I am in relationship with too. I think I'll do a whole podcast on that though because I do want to give you guys an update once I do my GI stool hormone HTMA testing all of that. I want to give you an update on those so maybe I'll tie that in. Maybe it'll be a separate episode. We'll see. Um, but yeah, you know, it's really important that we're focusing on our fertility health before we want to conceive. So many people think right away, okay, I'm ready to conceive. And then there's like all these health things that we got to tend to. And so if you can, if you have the luxury, the resources, the education to be mindful about this journey of conceiving, I really recommend that you focus on your physical health for at least a year prior. So like I said, I'm, I'm hoping to conceive within the next year to year and a half. And I really don't think it's, it's ever too early to begin to focus on these things, whether you want to get pregnant in a year or three years. 
I really think that the preconceptive time period is about one to three years before you want to conceive. So yeah, that's actually really exciting. And and my partner's going to be taking all those tests as well. So I'm going to have him take the GI stool test, the hormones, the HTMA. Uh, we are planning on doing a kind of a gentle detox and cleanse come January, obviously getting through the holidays. Um, and yeah, just enjoying the last couple of months of the year. But yeah, you know, a lot of my work with women has been centered upon womb health and uh, transitioning off birth control, which I'm going to go into here in just a second. But I'm really feeling this deep desire to support women more on their conception journeys and on their fertility journeys. And I think a lot of that has to do with uh, kind of the next update that I'm going to share with y'all, which is that I'm recording this on a Tuesday. It'll be released on a Friday, but the Thursday before this releases, um, I am starting my holistic doula training, which I have been wanting to do for so, so long. And I am so excited. I'm so, so, so excited. I am going to be studying with Wapio and the Matrona. Uh, Wapio is a really lovely traditional independent midwife who teaches quantum birth keeping and also uh, holistic doula skills and trainings and all of those things and I'm really excited to learn from her. She is an elder, a crone, and yeah, I've been feeling really called to the birth world for probably a solid year, maybe a little bit longer, uh, but you know, the train, it just worked out to do the training at this exact point. And it's so beautiful how everything has weaved together, um, with just life and work and all the things, because yeah, just the timing of this training feels really, really aligned. And so with that, you know, with stepping into the role of a doula, and for those that you, those of you who may not know, a doula is there for emotional and spiritual support throughout pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. So the doula isn't doing any medical care. That's typically in the hands of a midwife or potentially an obstetrician, uh, if you decide to go down the route of hospital birth, uh, it can also be done, you know, sometimes family doctors will also deliver babies as well. But anyways, so yeah, it just feels really aligned to be stepping into that work. Uh, and, and with stepping into the role of a do the role, the role of a doula, uh, just feeling that desire to support people more in their fertility journeys is just feeling really alive within my heart right now. So yeah, that was kind of like a root and womb update. I wanted, I did want to kind of share specifically personal updates, root and womb updates, but I guess we'll just move right into more collective updates. So I guess that's the first one. I'm doing my dual training and I will be, uh, offering my birth work services come the beginning of 2023 
I am going to be shadowing one of my best, best, best friends uh, at a few of her births. She is also a doula and she has so graciously invited me to join her in a few of her client birth, clients' births. So that feels really good to be able to just witness and, and yeah, just watch everything before really stepping into the role of being able to support someone. That has felt really important for me in my journey of becoming a doula is that I really want to have mentorship in this way and like I mentor so many people and I want to be mentored in this way. I really want to just witness and learn and be able to be such a beginner and such a learner in this experience. So yeah, that's a really exciting personal slash root and womb update. Uh, and then some other collective updates. Uh, so I just ran premenstrual portal, which was a workshop on navigating the emotions and the energies of the luteal phase. It went really, really well. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I need that. Let me know. And I, you can, you can purchase it for the same price I ran it from. I think it's yeah, $33, super affordable two hour workshop jammed with so much material. Uh, so after premenstrual portal, I was really intentional with myself around not running any more programs the rest of the year and just focusing on my one-on-one mentorship space because, y'all, I just love my one-on-one clients. They fill me up with so much energy and love and remind me why I'm doing this work. So just really pouring my love and energy into those women And also beginning to map out some really exciting offerings for 2023, which seems crazy, but just really trying to, you know, be on top of everything as a business owner. It's something I, it's something I can struggle with around planning ahead and really strategizing, right? My offerings, uh, there's times where I'm really good at it and there's times where I'm not. And I'm realizing that it's so supportive for me to have a plan. So yeah, no more offerings for Root & Womb uh, through the end of the year. I might throw together a Black Friday sale. I'm not sure. If I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. If not, I'm not going to worry about it. But next year, at the beginning of the year, I'm going to be offering a birth control training. I've shared on here a couple times. I've shared on my social media that I'm in the works of a birth control course. And this course is a beast, y'all. It's really inviting me to basically consolidate three years of, of birth control healing work that I've done with clients. And so it's just, it's a lot. Uh, and I thought it was going to take me, I thought I, I thought I would just be able to do it <laughs> really quickly because I have all the information, but creation doesn't always work like that. So I'm letting myself take my time and it will be ready by the beginning of next year. So I'll be offering a free training and then the course will be offered. Uh, still kind of aligning with exactly if what that's going to look like. If it's just going to be purely an online program or if there's going to be a hybrid, eventually it will be purely online uh, because 
pretty much I'm I'm kind of foreseeing that once I step into mother, which won't be for a couple of years, but once that occurs, I probably will just have that birth control reboot course as evergreen and people who want it can buy it, but it probably won't be a huge focus of root and womb anymore because I have moved through that so deeply already. But anyways, that will be one of the first offerings in the new year. And then also um, kind of weaving back into preconception health, uh, I'll be offering a preconception, either training or workshop still aligning with what exactly that will look like with my doula friend, Francesca. And that will be a really lovely collaboration between the two of us. We're really excited to, to put something together for you guys next year all around preconceptive health and all of the things that you get to consider when you are in this journey of preconception. So we'll be going into the physical, the emotional, and also the spiritual pieces. There's also a retreat in the works. Oh my goodness. Can't wait to share more about that with you. Root and Womb Collective annual retreat is happening. I promise you. It's so time for me to host retreats. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. It's going to be beautiful. There's already a few past clients who are like, yes, I'm in. So if you are listening to this and you want to be a part of it, let me know and I would love to have you. And yeah, there's going to be some other fun stuff next year. I, I know... I am still in a listening phase of what really wants to emerge within the collective next year, but I know that there's going to be some really unique, beautiful offerings around things that I haven't offered before, and I can feel that my work is shifting and evolving. That was really clear to me on this last bleed that there is a new territory that is wanting to be charted and wanting to be explored, and I'm really excited for that. So this was a little longer than I was expecting, but I hope you enjoyed this life update on, yeah, all the things that are happening personally and then also within Root and Womb. Uh, as I've kind of shared throughout this episode, right, my personal journey really informs what I share through the collective. It always will. There's no way of separating the two in, in my eyes. When you run and own and live, breathe, and eat a soul-filled business, it's going to transcend into your life and vice versa. When you live a soul-filled life, it's going to transcend into your work. And so to me, you know, I try to create good boundaries and, and I do have good boundaries, I feel like for the most part with my work and my life, but they really are one. And so allowing that to be at the center of everything is so important. <sighs> okay. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please let me know. I want to know if these are interesting, if they're supportive, if you care, if you don't care yeah I'm curious if this is landing for any of you so I'm sending you so much beautiful love I hope you have a beautiful 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 rest of your morning afternoon or evening and I'll catch you in the next episode
All right, lovely. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Root Moon Collective podcast. It means the absolute world when you leave a rating or rate the show. So if you found value in today's conversation, please share the message, share the medicine with your community. If you want to plug into all of the magic happening in the collective, feel free to join me on Instagram at Root and Womb Co. And you can check out all of our offerings over at the website, rootandwombcollective.com. I will see you next time.